On this week's show, Atheon is getting a hotfix. You no longer can push him off the map. And Destiny PvP Planet? Could this really become true? Find out all this and more. Coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Show. Welcome, Guardians. Diddy, welcome. How are you? I'm good. It is still freezing because it's the fall time now. Oh, and what's the temperature there? It's in like 60s, 70s. Oh, brisky. Mid 70s, you wow. know. I think we're in the um, 50s right now. So <laughs> I was <laughs> no, going to check you. on the phone, but no. How's school? Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, still chugging along. Yes, midterms are They're here, aren't they? Midterms are around the corner. That's, <laughs> that's no bueno. No, but the break is coming soon, too. Yes, that's true. You don't really travel anywhere because your family is close by, right? Yeah, they're just a 20-minute drive. Nice, that's not bad. What'd you play this week? Well, it was a lot of League because I had to use the computer. Mm -hmm. Because Sanic, she was playing the new Alien Isolation game all week, and she beat that last night, and she said it was awesome. Nice. I heard it was pretty good. Long is what I heard, though. Compared to the last one, dude, oh, man. Yeah. Aliens Colonial Marines is, like, the worst game ever (laughs) to Aliens fans. And, like, this one was actually really good, apparently. Is is she a big Aliens, like, fan? Oh, yeah. Nice. Huge. (laughs) Sanic likes zombies and aliens, man. That's pretty funny. Yep. That's that's how it is around here. She's forcing me to watch The Walking Dead. Mm. Which, which I'm, you know, I don't complain too much because it's a good show, but uh, I just, I'm the kind of person who can't really watch that show while I'm eating dinner, you know? Mm, yeah. But she, she doesn't care. She'll eat steaks, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> nice. In the world of Destiny, what'd you do? I think you were playing with the Scout this morning, weren't you? Doing some I PvP. Did. I did. I, the Rumble is the featured playlist this week, and mm-hmm. I just hopped into some Rumble matches. And it was actually the first time I've played PvP since the Scout Rifle buff. Yeah. It's noticeable. Yes. And you, we were talking about this in the pre-show, but you said the auto rifles didn't, the nerf didn't, you didn't really he- feel it. No, I but, uh, I don't think so, but scouts definitely, if you've got that yes. accuracy. We'll talk yeah. about it you know, a little bit later, but you were liking it for Rumble, which surprises me, because that is a lot of times, like, you have to shoot, then turn around immediately to shoot the next guy pushing in on you. Yeah, you have to have the right setup if you want to reload quickly, yeah. like have a gauntlets that help you reload faster, but uh, usually I would just kill two or th- one or two people with, with the scout rifle, then switch over to the fusion rifle to finish off anybody who came up behind me. Yeah. But that's the thing about Rumble, man. you got to be careful about people who just run around with shotguns and fusion rifles. Rumble, it can be complete chaos. If it's that really small Mars map, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you spawn in looking at people most of the time. Yep. Cool. Well, I played some Destiny this week. I played Counter-Strike Go. Last couple weeks I've been playing Counter-Strike Go just here and there. I don't know. My trying to itch that shooter bug right now. I've not been StarCraft made me mad, dude. Like <laughs> I got to the point where the second account that I got for the teaching channel, like it basically got to the same level as when I stopped playing, which was high platinum, low diamond, and I'm done. Like I can't you cannot play that game part-time and still have a happy, you know, existence. It's just too brutal. It makes me feel like I'm the scum of the earth, just how much I lose and stuff, so. 
Yeah, same thing happened to me with League. I got to gold three, and then I lost seven games in a row and was immediately demoted, so... <sighs> oh, well. Yeah, you're like, it I'm going to stop this tilt before it happens. And in yeah. Destiny this week, <laughs> I had the most fun in freaking forever. Well, last two weeks, really. I've just been going super hard into the Crucible. Haven't talked much about it, uh, but let's talk about the news right now, as we have some cool stuff to cover, and we can talk about PvP a little bit later. So coming up this week, for our Nightfall Strike, we're going to start covering each of the Nightfall Strikes every week so that you all are prepared. You can just, it's Tuesday, so you get your new set of updates, new set of Nightfalls. What is it this week, Diddy? This week's Nightfall Strike is the Summoning Pits, and the modifiers are going to be epic, which means heavily shielded and highly aggressive enemies appear in greater numbers. Angry, which is minions of the darkness won't flinch even after massive damage. Light Switch, Minions of the Darkness, deal much more melee damage. Arc Burn, which is, uh, you know, what is it? What is it? Where is it? It's not here. There it is. Arc <laughs> damage from any source is greatly increased. And then Nightfall, if all players die, you will be returned to orbit. Nice. Classic. Classic Bungie right there. And you included a link. There's a big community of people who are working towards soloing all the Nightfalls and who put guides together. Is that right? Yeah, over on the Destiny subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash Destiny the Game, every week on Tuesday, there is a very detailed post about soloing the week's Nightfall Strike. And this gives you like wave one, wave two, wave three levels of detail with a video explanation as well and a video walkthrough so you guys can visually see the points that he's talking about. And it's really helpful for those of you who um, don't necessarily have the people online and you want to go ahead and try it and do it solo. So all of the strikes are possible solo, but they just take a really long time and you have to have the patience for it. You know, now that you bring this up, I'm level 27. I want to try this, but I feel like the summoning pits is like a freaking hard way to do this because that's the moon, right? That's the moon strike. It's yeah. Fogoth. It's not necessarily you. It's whenever you enter an area, basically, yes, and the enemies spawn, you like backtrack into the tunnel before that area, and you mm-hmm. kind of like funnel them in and kill them one by one. It just takes a long time. But yeah, it's it's one of the easier ones to solo. I think. Really? Oh yeah. my gosh! See, that's Don't take my, my word for strike. it. I mean, I've never done it, so it just seems like one of the easier ones. The wave when you get three wizards coming out. That wave is going to be ridiculous. If you can take care of that cleanly, then Fogoth is not a huge deal. But the difficulty with that one for me was always when the three wizards come out, and then when the knights come out who have the swords. There's like three of them that drop, and it's a yep. little bit overwhelming, especially if like your two teammates are just focusing Fogoth the whole time. <laughs> like, guys, trash mobs, please. Yeah, it's... Uh... When you get to Fogoth, you actually don't need to worry about those guys. You just take on Fogoth. It's all explained in the post that is uh, linked in the show notes. I think I'm going to try this this week, actually. I'm either going to come crying back next week or with victory in hand. (laughs) So moving on, Bungie admits that they nerfed the Mythic class too much in PvE, and they intend to fix this. So they did a 30% damage reduction for the Mythic class. For listeners who don't know, this is the exotic that you get randomly at the end of the Vault of Glass. It's supposedly the rarest weapon on hard mode, excuse me, yeah. 
rarest weapon in the game, sort of was the most coveted weapon, very powerful in both PvP and PvE, but it received a 30% damage nerf. And owners of the weapons weren't happy about this. One of our listeners, when we get to it, came from Twitter, actually had a Mythoclast. Last week, I was nice. arrogant enough to say, I don't think any of our listeners have one. <laughs> Some dude like tweeted us, and it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, so they want to make it a little bit stronger in PvE, but they also want it to stay balanced in PvP. I don't know how they're going to do this, because the initial nerf was because it was insanely good in PvP, right? Yes. Okay. How do you do that then without separating the two? Well, I I mean, you would have different damage modifiers for PvP and PvE. Basically, like they have, they say they have, you know, like scout rifles can one shot people in PvE, right? And then when you go into the PvP, it's three headshot kill, right? Something like that, you know, where the damage actually matters. Certain stats from the weapon carry over, but the damage itself doesn't always carry over. Exactly. But it's kind of unclear, because you and I follow this pretty closely. I know there's somebody listening who's like, these guys have it totally wrong. Oh my gosh. Just like this video now. But I really wish it was a little bit more transparent in regards to this is how it works in multiplayer, and this is how it works in single player. They're two separate places, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is the giant sin of having it being balanced differently in Crucible in contrast with single player. I don't see it, you know? Yeah, I don't either. But everybody with a Mythoclast, hopefully that update is coming soon. They say they have bigger things uh, already in... Where did I put it? I already wrote it down. Uh, They have more substantive... That is not a word that I wrote in the show notes. (laughs) They've got another update in certification right now, which slows down their ability to make changes to the live game. But rest assured, that Mythoclass update is coming soon. And that also brings us to the Atheon hotfix. Did you read this, Diddy? Yeah, I actually saw a video of people who were doing this. It's hilarious. So describe it to me. They were pushing Atheon, which is the final boss of the Vault of Glass, for listeners who don't know. They were pushing him off of his platform, right? Yeah, it was like a a Voidwalker Warlock, Mm -hmm. and um, he would get behind Atheon as he spawned, and then used his Nova Bomb Mm -hmm. to, like, push it off, and since you have, like, unlimited super, you would do this, like, three or four times, and then he would actually just fall off the map, and you would would beat Atheon in less than two minutes. Like, really? (laughs) That's awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, but now that they're... They're patching it. (laughs) They, of course, are patching it. They have added what they call, I love this word, baby bumpers to areas where players could knock Atheon out of the environment. They view this as a bug and are addressing it quickly. That's pretty creative, to be honest. Like, for speedrunners, congratulations, your time is, like, (laughs) now going to stand forever. (laughs) Yeah. Unless the runners are like, that's not fair now. That's pre-baby bumper Atheon, not (laughs) post-baby bumper Atheon route. We've been yeah, working on that. Two separate ladders. <laughs> yeah, a different route. Uh, they're also switching time stream. So if you've watched the Vault of Glass, this is probably the thing you'll recognize the most. Atheon teleports three players out of your six players during the fight. And he does this multiple times. What he does now, like currently, is he telepla- teleports the three closest players to Atheon. But they're switching it to be three random players. Bungie has stated they wanted it to be three random players from the very beginning, 
instead of the three closest. There is some backlash about this. There are people who are like, this makes the fight more random. And then there are, of course, the people who think this is going to make you be more on your toes and ultimately a better raider as you have to deal with chaos more effectively. I sort of side on the fence that it's nice that they're making changes. I'm not a big Vault of Glass runner, so I don't think I have much of a leg to stand on. But what do you think, Diddy? I think the way it is currently, like taking the three closest, it yeah. allows raiders to actually strategize, okay, we want we want you three to be taken. Yes. So that we can deal out all the damage. Yes. But now that they're adding more random, I do agree with the people that, you know, you have to be on your toes. You know, raid is a raid is not supposed to be as strategic as I don't really want to use this analogy, but as chess, you know, yeah. Yeah. where you plan out every single move. It's it's a first-person shooter action game, you know. You should be on your toes and react to certain situations as they happen. It it does ultimately make you a better uh, reactionary strategic player. Yeah, that element of chaos is really what I, I think stands out right there. I just like that they're doing a lot of updates to the game. The fact that we have talked now for 14 weeks about this game and there's consistent... Is this 15? I think this is week 15, this actually. This is 15, yep. Okay, every single week... There's been multiple changes to the game, almost to the degree of a true MMO. The fact that they're adding things and switching things enough keeps it fresh. Now, they might not be switching enough to, to make the negative players go, oh, I'm coming back, I'm so happy they're doing this and that. But for the players who are enjoying the game, I find this to be nice. If you're somebody who... This will probably break up the monotonous like bit of the Vault of Glass. If you've gotten your setup down pat stat like most of the regular runners have... This is something that's going to throw a new element of surprise. Not that big of a deal, though. The Bungie update. So this is our last piece of news. Not a ton came out this week. I'm going to go through the update, and there really wasn't a lot new. Uh, But it touches first on the weapon balancing. They had to explain why they made the scout a little bit more powerful, and why they made the auto a little less powerful, and why they nerfed shotguns a little bit. By the way, the shotgun nerf diddy, I didn't notice it either. Shotguns, in my opinion, still murder in pvp yeah it's i I saw it more mainly because i was playing rumble and it was all close quarters yeah um but i didn't really play any maps that were long range people using the shotguns there so i didn't really notice it yeah i have a fully upgraded legendary shotgun and i still can get people outside of melee range so if that gives you a good (laughs) idea and melee range in this game is far you guys yeah there's a nice lunge yeah and it goes further than where your hand stops you know you have an almost an extra foot and a half where you can still hit people with like that shock wave from the actual melee uh the mytho class as i said earlier is getting more tuning um they want to raise its attack value above and beyond other exotics in the game one of the complaints is that the mytho class is no longer considered the best weapon in the game or it doesn't really carry much weight anymore since there are other exotic weapons that sort of do the same damage and feel just as powerful yet are easier to get things that can just randomly drop in crucible lobbies i actually watched a really good dotto video this week where he was talking about crucible and the way exotic drops and just sort of trying to add more value to exotics in the game because at this point the really hardcore players probably have almost every exotic in the game and they don't feel that coveted when you can get them from random crucible drops and whatnot. So they're going to try and make the mythoclass class a little bit like a tier above the other exotics in the game so that they maintain this value, this kind of oh, 
pedestal feeling. And the timeline for this is soon, as I've said earlier. They're making changes to Atheon. Oh, and instead of the mail sack, this was pretty cool. This week, they had Guardian Radio featured in the spot of the mail sack. Guardian Radio had Dijon. You should check the show out. We'd love other people producing Destiny podcasts and want to share the love. So definitely go check that out. They're doing really well, man. It's nice to see how large this community is. The fact that we have not just one podcast, two podcasts. There's many out there for this game right now, which is pretty cool. I don't know. Did you hear it? Did you like listen to it? I listened to a little bit of it. and It's actually the episode 82 of Guardian yeah. Radio. It's the third time they've had Deej on. So Deej is really familiar with these guys. And that's it's awesome that he's so involved in the community. That's cool. We've got a nice community manager. I mean... It's the worst job ever. Oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> fastest leveling guide. You put this in. I'm actually interested in this because I just started a new character. What is this? So, on the Destiny subreddit, this is where I get all of my Destiny news, by the way, guys, in yeah. case you haven't learned. <laughs> um, somebody did a really detailed write-up of leveling up a brand new character. So, say you want to get another character rolling, right? You have your level 30 hunter or whatever, and you want to level up another 30 hunter or whatever. Uh, and this is really detailed. It gives you a level-by-level breakdown of what you should be doing each level. So levels 1 through 4, just do story missions on easy. 4 and above, focus on bounties. 18 and above, grind Vanguard and Crucible rep marks to rank 2 and farm those marks. And then it gives you a, a lot of different videos about just walkthroughs of how to do each step. There's actually spin metal helium filaments spirit bloom and relic iron farming routes videos as well so you can get those so you that you can upgrade your weapons a lot quicker and then how to farm strange coins and ascendant materials and then event farming those are the public events on the different worlds you know you can go in a certain circle and you can never stop doing public events basically and that's really cool and uh, just props to this dude for writing all this up and providing those links and it's just really amazing. That's cool. I'm really looking forward to it because I, last night, started a brand new Titan. It was like the hardest choice ever because I really want a Hunter <laughs> for PvP because I think Blade Dancer is like the coolest thing ever. But at the same time, I think Hunter armor, while it looks cool with the cape, Titans, like when they get to 27 and 8, look freaking insane. They look like RoboCop, you know? I haven't seen a hunter... You know how titans and warlocks have, like, the translucent bands or whatever? I haven't seen a hunter cape be, like, transparent at all. And I'm really jealous. Yeah. That would be so cool. The little, like... What did you call it? The butt towel on the the titans? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's invisible. There's some... Oh, I got a flaming armlet for the warlock, dude. I've had it for a few weeks. That's what I mean. Like, I haven't seen anything like that for the hunter. I don't see anybody with the flaming, like, warlock thing. You can just buy it right outright from one of the people. I can't remember who it is, actually. I think it's a Vanguard lady. Yeah, probably. All right. Okay, and Destiny PvP Planet idea. This is really cool. Tell our viewers and listeners about it. Again, this was on the Destiny subreddit. Full credit to them. Uh, he's basically just suggesting an open world PvP planet and quote reminiscent of early WoW days. It mm-hmm. would have high level yellow mobs to make it difficult to just grief people, and entry points in the world would be random so that people could not just focus on murdering players as they showed up. You could still have patrols and public events, but you would be able to fight other players as well as the mobs. And I think this is brilliant. 
and you really like this idea as well because you're a WoW player. I'm not, but I remember playing RuneScape way back in the day, and there was uh, the area called the Wild, and mm-hmm. you had to go through a gate, and you actually got like a skull and crossbones above your head saying, I'm killable, and it, people would just go out and just form alliances and just kill anybody who would uh, cross them. And I think this would be really cool in Destiny. I agree. Like, in terms of factions, I'd want to see factions versus factions. Like, when you step out there, you need yes. to be new monarchy or future war cult or whatever. And it's very clear. Like, in that zone, whatever shader is belonging to your faction, maybe that's your entry fee. Is like, you have to have the shader on or you have to have worked up enough to get the shader from your faction. So that when you see somebody who's an opposing faction, you tear them up. Or you can just let them be, you can let them farm, continue their quests. Part of the fun of WoW is, like, I have to do a quest in that zone. Oh, my gosh, this is a <laughs> horde. It's like if it's a horde-controlled area and it's really hard to get that quest done, it can be frustrating. We call it, you know, ganking. If your character dies multiple times to the same opponent who's just camping your body, they'd have to put measures in places to kind of avoid that. But some, so much of the fun, dude, with this game is PvP, and since it's so similar in a lot of ways to an MMO, I cannot tell you how fun it would be if you're like out doing public events or if you're farming materials or doing bounties. If you just saw like two dudes out there and you're like, I'm going to sneak up on them and, and take them out. Hard part would be like time to kill. If they're not looking, you could just knock them down right away. So I don't know how you continue the fight. You know what I'm saying? Without yeah. respawns that are close by. But I think it's a great idea if they sort of meld and mold this. And I think it's totally, I think they're talking about it like right now for future destiny. Don't you? It would be cool. Isn't there one multiplayer map on Mercury? Mm -hmm. You could just have Mercury be the PVP planet, right? Yeah. And like you said, different faction areas. Basically, if you get to like new monarchy rank three, you unlock the PVP planet. Yeah. And you would just spawn in... Ooh, voice crack, nice. You would just spawn in to the new monarchy area on the PvP planet, and you can just enter into the planet and explore. Yes. And, you know, in the post suggests, you know, you can have free-for-all, and then you can rotate out to have teams in the PvP planet, which would obviously the way we're thinking would be factions, right? Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if you could go with a fire team of people in your faction... And, for instance, on Earth, this is just an example, on Earth, you mm-hmm. can go into Skywatch, yes. and you can, like, take control of that entire building, and anybody who wants to take it from you, they'd have to fight you. And that's a good idea, because then that building becomes, like, a PvP zone. They actually, exactly. you know, do that in the Blasted Lands, and wow, they've got towers, essentially, scattered throughout the zone, and the factions take the towers. So right when you enter the zone, you can see, okay, the Horde has three out of the four towers in this area. And we're going to go take Tower 2 and 3. And it just changes things a little bit. That would be a really cool idea for, like, Mercury. Maybe the point-to-point stuff, getting to the towers of the PvP little circles, the zones, maybe that, you can't be killed. But when you enter in to fight for that tower, it's not the same as sitting in a loading screen or waiting to queue up for a Crucible match, you know? Yeah. be pretty cool. I like that. And a way to, like, we're talking about faction areas and, like, you have to walk out of a certain gate to get into the basically the wild, the PvP yeah. planet, uh, like the unsafe zone, basically. Mm-hmm. You can have just hordes of enemies around each area so people just don't camp you. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? High so they'd have yellows to, like, or whatever. Yeah. Like devil walkers, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just guarding your entrance. You know, that's that's a that would be one way to avoid people camping spawn points. So it's I think this would be a really cool idea if they implemented it. It came from Twitter. We appreciate your tweets as always. Thank you for continuing to send them. I think a lot of people don't know that the bounty of the week means it's a weekly bounty, which expires because we're still getting pictures of exotics, which we love. But you're just not going to be making that wall of fame for a bounty that's a few weeks old right now. But uh, at Chainsaw Bayonet writes, Raid matchmaking, please. Those of us with off schedules and minimal friends list need it. Add a warning screen or something. I don't know what the warning screen is, but raid matchmaking, we both have talked about it here, Diddy. We want it, yes? Yeah, I think the warning screen is, like, I don't know. Never mind. That That's is... okay. <laughs> oh, well. At G. Duerson, playing Destiny. Can't wait for a new Destiny the show. Well, it's here today, G. Duerson. At Richard Crowder, sent us a screenshot here of some of the updates from his Bungie companion app. And at the very bottom, it says, The Fallen have also retreated from their hold over the Rocket Yard to discuss a new takeover plan. So yeah, they removed the Rocket Yard farming point, which is considered Loot Cave 2.0. I have some good and bad news for people. There is a Loot Cave 3.0 on Mars. If you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> I love that they're just going point to point and finding the new Loot Cave no matter what happens, right? Have you seen it, Diddy? Yeah, I've seen... There's one on Venus a while back and mm-hmm. then the one on Mars. It's just hilarious, you know? If you find out where those enemies spawn... Yeah. You can find the point at which you are safe enough away that they'll just keep respawning. So there's going to be points on every planet, I guarantee you, for loot caves. It's They've added a like creepy message. You can hear the Cryptarch guy talking oh, yeah, yeah. in <laughs> loot cave. That. That's pretty weird. It's funny. He talks about like the down, even what is it, like millions isn't enough to appease me, something yeah. like that. People, if you don't know what I'm talking about, when they nerfed loot cave on Earth... They added a little Easter egg in that zone, and it sort of commemorates the area forever. At Master 1997, see, I said it better, not Vlaster, Master, was going around the tower and found these coins. Any input? And he sent us a picture of um, pictures from around the tower and the little coins. The input on the coins is this. There are seven coins scattered throughout the tower. This is probably about five or six weeks old at this point. Um, Right when the game launched, Deej tweeted out that... These coins are in the tower, and then if you found all of them and sent him a picture, he would give you a special emblem to the first person who did that. But that is long over. We don't know what the significance of the coins are, though. It's probably Adam. just an Easter egg. And you said yeah. how many are there? Seven, because it's, it's Bungie. That's, that's Bungie's lucky yeah. number, yeah. so obviously. There's a lot of people who didn't play Halo coming in who are like, seven? What's that? And we're like, bro... <laughs> Seven seven on the seventh? What are you? You don't even on. understand. You don't. You don't even know, bro. Envito twenty two, good friend of the show. He's the only person who completed our bounty from last week and sent us a sunset picture of his Titan, and it looks really good. So he played Titan on PS four. That was his class. Did you That's see the picture? Awesome. Yeah, I did. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, beautiful picked, sunset over the tower. It was a good sunset. Well done. At Drew Pancake writes, I'd like to see you guys kind of do an overview of what you think should be added. Voice communication, raid matchmaking, etc. So I've got my short little list. While Diddy thinks of his, here's mine. I want to see voice communication added into the Crucible and raids as an option. You can tick it or you can not tick it. That way I have the idea. I want to see the clan in-game. 
Those are my two biggest things right now. Rest, we'll just wait and see how it comes. But really, if I can see clanmates in-game and they can see me, I'm going to be so much happier because I don't want to have to use our wall to coordinate that. It's a good segue, too, guys. Check the link in the description for YouTube and the show notes for the Destiny the Show clan. There are people every week looking for raid partners. I can count on, like, not even two hands how many folks ask every week for groups who are doing the raid. And if you, like, just coordinated together, I'm sure they could make a party big enough to beat the raid ten times over. Yeah. I think I would agree with everything you said, the my wants and needs, but uh, clan in game would be awesome, especially since I'm on the PlayStation. It's mm-hmm. significantly smaller than the Xbox Destiny the Show clan, but still I'd still I'd like to see my clan mates in game, you know. I don't wanna have to send friend requests or accept friend requests from, you know, hundreds of different people so that I can complete a raid. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but definitely would like to see voice communication in the Crucible, just like it was in Halo, you know? You can plug in a mic, or you don't have to plug in a mic. It doesn't matter, you know? I'd really like to see that. I love proximity voice, too. That's one of my favorite part of Bungie, like, multiplayer games. It would be awesome if you just get murdered, or you murder somebody with a big super, and you just hear them, like, laughing. As they get like a triple or something, like oh baby, a triple. It feels lonely. Like it's really it's weird how quiet it is. Like after the match finishes, even if you just spanked him or got a good comeback, or even if you lost, like I want to be able to opt into that at least. Post game lobbies are where the most smack talk happens, and that's it was shooters. Awesome that's the Halo. fun, man. Oh, you just got owned, owned, dude. Oh, bottom fragger. Why don't you uninstall, kid? And that's like. <laughs> That's part of shooters. Maybe they don't want to freak people out. They're like, oh, people being mean on the internet. We can't especially, expose them to that. Especially with the way the loot system rewards you at the end of oh, yeah, matches. Oh, yeah, dude. With, like, <laughs> people who go 1 and 20 get the exotic, and the person who goes 20 and 1 gets, like, a green. <laughs> they would rage so The reaction hard. videos online would be hysterical. That like, just awesome. your, what the bad, throwing stuff. <laughs> I want to see that. At Pelux writes us, just wanted to say I have the Vex. Lol, the nerf was fine, but not by 34%. I feel some of Legendary do just fine or even better. Dude, I told you we had a listener who has the Mythoclast. That's insane. Well, don't worry. You're going to get a little bit of a buff in PvE soon. Sorry they didn't give you back your PvP god gun, but I don't know. That's kind of a fiasco if you ask me. Keep the Mythoclast awesome and just make it really rare to drop. That's all there is to it. If it's OP... It's OP. So be it. You know, there's got to be something OP in the game. There were numbers put out for the Vault of Glass on hard. Like, yeah. how many people? It was like 15,000 people out of the yeah. 3.2 million who play Destiny weekly. Yeah. It's like 15,000 people have completed it on hard. And since it's still a random drop in that, you know, maybe like half or a third of those get the Vex Mythoclast, right? Yeah. So it's like only 3,000 people out of 3.2 million have the Vex Mythoclast at this point. It's like... Come on, guys. It, it would be an it honor be awesome. getting killed by that gun. Okay, I've, I've played a ton of Crucible this last week. Nope, never a Mythoclast. Maybe it's because I just don't die. <laughs> but really, I haven't seen a Mythoclast in matchmaking yet. At Stella King C writes, When Fallen speak, what do they say? I must know. What do you think they're saying, Diddy? Wurt, wurt, wurt. What was like the elites from Halo. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what I think they're saying. <laughs> They're saying, when's Buster Chief coming out? When is that? <laughs> I need to play that. 
I'm not paying for the DLC in this game. That's not cool. I don't know. Please, Guardian, let me help you. If you come looking for wise words, I shall try, but I ask you to turn them to action. That's that's what came from Twitter, you guys. We are all, like basically running out of time, so I'm going to abbreviate our topic, man, a little bit. I wanted to talk about PvP short, um, because I played a ton in the last two weeks. I've been working, if I can do shameless self-promotion... I've been working really hard the last few weeks on a PvP tip video that's coming out today on my channel because I've seen so many people, hey, this game is so unbalanced and PvP is all about the gear that you have, when it really isn't. And the complaints from those people are those who play this game like they play COD or Halo or Battlefield. And Destiny is its own beast. Like, I freaking love Crucible, dude. But it takes an entirely different mindset and play style than previous shooters to find success. And I guess that's what the video would really talk about. But what, what is your temperature on the Crucible? Because we've had now about a month, and I'm just curious. Well, I've always been a free-for-all player. Yeah. And playing Halo and Call of Duty a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, Halo is a lot about map movement, but not so much it's about power weapon and area control yeah and you know making sure you have the most accurate shot with call of duty it's not about power weapon control at all it's about map movement and Mm -hmm. how you position yourself around your enemies Mm -hmm. and then in destiny it's like a nice mix because Mm -hmm. accuracy still matters and obviously you want to control the heavy weapons because oh my god in rumble if you roll a, if you roll a rocket launcher and rumble you're an idiot i'm sorry like light yeah. machine guns or machine guns whatever, hmgs they're hmgs heavy machine guns yeah. they blow everything out of the water it's they're amazing it's a three bullet kill assault rifle it's free kills when you pick up that purple box and you have an hmg am i right in saying it is free freaking kills it's like the most op thing in the game and, and like, people leave it on the map can, controlling the heavy weapon ammo spawns is just like the power weapon control on Halo. Yes. And then map movement as well. So, like, how you use your movement ability, whether it be a blink or a triple jump or whatever, your glide, if you're a warlock or a titan, you know, map movement matters. You know, I've been, like, shot down to one shot so many times and then just use my movement abilities to my advantage and outplay the enemy because of my map movement is just a little bit better and it's it's a nice mix between accuracy and map movement that's what i say destiny is and obviously obviously super control is i don't know i haven't it's a part of it but it's not that huge yeah yeah like we could talk for 10 minutes about supers i almost want (laughs) to leave it out but just the amount of people who shoot bodies instead of headshots just shows to me there's a huge gap between the players who know how to play and those that don't because Destiny Crucible, the good players are shooting heads every time. Like, even at close distances, the headshot multiplier is what is going to win you 80 to 90% of your gunfights. If you're just shooting for the center of mass, like a lot of players do in Halo, like for Halo, three shots for the body, one for the head. That's what you're trained to do. That won't fly in Destiny. You'll get melted by other people and think it's like, he's got a better gun than I do. Bungie, how dare you release this unbalanced game? When it isn't the case, like, you have to have supreme accuracy to succeed against strong players, especially, like, other team and big parties of teams. Like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. 
take for example, I have a scout rifle with fifteen bullets in a magazine, right? Yes. It takes three sheds, three headshots to kill. Yes. I could theoretically optimize my kill potential to five kills per clip, right? Yes. Whereas scout rifle, same scout rifle, takes seven shots to the body. That's half my magazine. So yes. Already, I've gone from five kills to two kills for one magazine. Yeah. It's like which one do you really want? You know, you have to aim for that head. And it should be noted too. The hitboxes are bigger than the player models. I don't think a lot of players know this, but like the hitboxes in Destiny, it's not like CSGO. In CSGO, the hitboxes are smaller than the player models. In Destiny, hitboxes, I'm not going to say are substantially larger, but they're a bit larger. So you do have some leeway when you're aiming for the headshots. Yet yeah. I still see people shooting feet or center of mass like online YouTubers. There's so many who are like, I play Destiny all the time. And they're shooting like their stomachs for goodness sake. And I'm like, dude... Come on. <laughs> especially, if it, especially if you have a scout rifle or a hand cannon, you can pace your shots. Like, yeah. come on, guys. We, you, you can do that. Have you been watching Ninja play? He is exceptional because he knows the mechanics within the game, and his headshot accuracy is disgustingly good, you know? I remember a beta video he put out. He went like 25-0 and zero on a warlock. It was yeah. insane. And it's... I don't know. It's it's a complex PvP system that I think a lot of players who do badly instantly go, it's not balanced. Throw this down <laughs> on the ground and I'm done. Success shouldn't come instantaneously. You need to work for it and, and play it differently. I know we're going a little bit over our time and I'd love to talk about this more next week. But we're at that point in the show where people need to find out where they can find your content, Diddy. Twitter.com slash whooshness. YouTube is the same. And then twitch.tv slash diddy underscore. This weekend I hope to do some streaming. Ooh, anything in particular? Uh, it's going to be Destiny at first, because I'd like to give our listeners some content from me. I'd like to put out a Destiny video sometime this week as well, because I know I've just been doing Shadow of Mordor, because honestly, those are easy. Mm. you got to get back on that Destiny video grind. I have to. Well, the DLC is actually not as far away as we think, so I can't believe that November is creeping up. Everybody listening, I want to say thank you. Podbean.com selected Destiny the Show to be featured on their homepage. We're still up there, which is pretty cool. So that's only possible with the listeners that we have. We thank you very, very much. And just for supporting Destiny the Show, we try and bring you, you know, the best we can. Both of us are not full-timers at this, but uh, I think we do a pretty good job not to pat ourselves on the back, you know? I'll pat your back, you pat mine. Okay, that that works, that works. I'm reaching (laughs) through the screen right now iTunes listeners, you guys get the show first. YouTube, it'll be up tomorrow. Visit destinytheshow.com for regular posts and updates. Email us, destinytheshow at gmail.com. We check it like once a week. Follow at destinytheshow on Twitter and tweet us to be featured on It Came From Twitter. You can follow me at bbkdragoon. Uh, Shameless self-promotion, I am putting out a Crucible Tip video on the channel today, as I said. Would love it if you take a look. Also, the Destiny The Show clan, the link is available below this video or on our show website, DestinyShow.com. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Hey, I forgot to mention, there is no bounty this week. We're trying to make bounties a little bit more um, impactful and a bigger deal for people to complete, so we want to space them out a little bit more. Apologies if you were waiting for that. Don't worry, we're cooking up good stuff. Have a good week.